This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. I do want to talk about Cole Caulfield's mouth. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I should warn you that I'm in Ashcroft in an apartment with a cat. Oh, oh God. She's... What's her name again? Lily. Lily. She's so cute. I don't know where she is right now. She's probably hiding and she... Bless you. Bless you. Oh, my God. She sleeps, like, in the closet shelves, like, on the clothes and stuff like that. That's where she's hiding right now. But I'm highly allergic to her, but I love her. And so I took I took my antihistamine recently, but it appears that it, it appears that it hasn't kicked in. I might sneeze. Well, geez, that's okay. <laughs> I'll try to mute myself. No problem. Okay. All right. Well, now we can get started. I think now that we know about all that. <laughs> so without further okay. ado, five. Four, four, three, two, two, and one. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Welcome back, listeners. We all have a great holiday. Last week was fantastic. Coming off of, what was it, a 6-2 to two win against Winnipeg. The boys come home. Have themselves a, a great Christmas with all their famille and everybody. And then they're like, hey, you know what? Let's take a vacation down to Florida. Have ourselves a back-to-back to end the year. Why not? It's going to be a great time. We're going to do great. The Habs scored nine goals. Incredible. Incroyable. As they say, sur le Quebec. And um, the thing is, though, despite those nine goals... The Habs end up getting zero of four points on a weekend road trip to the Sunshine State. My name is David Ojay, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and I'm joined, as always, by Beth. Hello, I am at H-I-V-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Hi, and those were against divisional, divisional opponents, too. It so that was matters! Kind of kind of a bummer um i am at c-h-i-l-e underscore pepper on twitter and this is the happy hour at happy hour on twitter thank you for listening in all year of course when we talk about a calendar year we're talking about essentially two seasons the end the tail end of last season and the beginning of this season we are approaching the midway point of the entire season. It will be game 40 tomorrow against Carolina. And, um, <laughs> well, the Habs are in a worse spot than they were last year by about three points. Not great outlook. But let's talk about Florida. It's going to be my favorite thing to talk about tonight. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about these two games because they were so much fun to watch. I loved it. All right. Dave, when is your Broadway debut? Yeah, exactly. Next week. Are you going to be SpongeBob and SpongeBob the musical? No, I'd rather be in the Book of Mormon. Do you know all the parts? Nope. I'll figure them out. Yeah. They're going to be on Spotify. I saw the Book of Mormon uh, in Montreal, actually. It was incredible. Very funny, very funny. Again, a, a byproduct of one of my favorite shows in existence in South Park. Those two creators, who's uh, Trey Parker and... No, wait, isn't that... Yep. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's that's him. It, that's one of them. Are you sure that's not the drummer he... for Blink-182? Travis oh, Parker. That's the Blink-182 guy. Trey okay, yeah, is the... It okay. is Trey. And then the other okay. guy, who is also equally as important for South Park. Um, all that doesn't matter because, uh, before we get, actually, before we even get into all that stuff, happy birthday to Chloe, one of our friends of the happy hour and myself. She's going to be at the game tomorrow in Carolina. So maybe, you know, I wish I had known so I could have sold my car for money and gone with her. Yeah. Well, next time. Okay. Next time. Next time. We'll figure that out. She is at um oh at Avid Habs, I believe it is on the on the Twitter. Avid Habs fan. Avid Avid 
Habs fan. Habs fan. Yep. Uh, yep. There it is right there. And she's going to have herself and... a great old time. She and I were FaceTiming during the game yesterday. I don't. Oh, I no. think you can only imagine how that went. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that stat. I have to mention that. So okay, let's 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 okay 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 okay. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. let's let's just dive right into this, shall we? Actually, I need one piece of information that I gotta <laughs> bring up, and we'll figure this out right away. Um, as I mentioned, last week, uh, last Monday, uh, the Habs were in Winnipeg, and they just, uh, they killed the Jets. Just absolutely destroyed the Jets. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that happens. Teams do good against other teams every once in a while, but the Habs looked like a team. And they were out for blood, and they got it. Which was awesome! So we go into the yeah. Christmas break quite optimistic, as I am wont to do. Um, the Western, uh, we talked about this last week, but the Western Canada road trip, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, uh, three wins, one loss, uh, for a grand total of what, uh, that's a eight, six, six, points. six points in the bank out of eight. That's a great return on an investment of time, passion, <laughs> and other such things. And, yeah. And then we roll into Florida. Tampa Bay is a mercurial team. Um, Veronica doesn't give a fuck about them, and neither do no. I, which is fine, and I can believe that. I'm so glad they got killed in the playoffs last year, even though I had them going far, and it destroyed my bracket. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, Tampa Bay, on paper, have an incredible team who are doing worse than the Habs this season until this weekend! <laughs> and then, um, you know, things happened. So, uh, the game starts... Uh, the Habs have been off for several days due to the holiday break, and they hit the ice skating as opposed to ground running. Mm-hmm. And it was a shit show for the Bolts. They, they the, the Habs were making them look like a peewee hockey team for uh, the first four- 19 minutes. Well, well, about. I'm going to counter that and say the shots were 18 to one going into like the 13th minute of the period. Yes. So meaning that there were like seven, six minutes left, et cetera. And when they finally got a shot, the crowd roared. Oh yeah. They were so happy. And because at that point, the bolts were also down to nothing. It was like a Bronx cheer. It was just, it was an, it was, it was crazy. I knew that uh, whenever the Habs and the Bolts play, it's a game, usually. Yes. Um, and we usually haven't been on top of those games, you know, as the Habs go. Uh, recent playoff losses, uh, recent hardships on the in the regular season. Last year, the Habs played their best, one of the best games uh, of the season with Niemi in net, and Niemi set a, a, a record for a, save, a personal record for saves or something like that. I think it was last year or the year before. I think it was last year, last season rather. And uh, just an yes. incredible game, and they end up losing. Well, but we didn't care at that point as much. So the first period is amazing, and I believe that the Habs uh, end it. Let's see. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yes, of course. Alex Kalorn in the last minute of play, gets himself a goal. Yeah. It's 2-1 going into the second period. And then the fucking wheels <laughs> came off the fucking bus. <laughs> Within 12 minutes of the second period, the score is 4-2 for the Bolts, with Sherratt, you know, getting a... You know, cutting the deficit down seconds after. They make it 4-3 going into the third. And then we have uh, Anthony Ciarelli scoring in the first minute of the period <laughs> in the third, making it 5-3. Jordan Wheel uh, gets a power play goal, 5-4. Pull the goalie, no magic, Habs lose. Now, I don't care that much that the Habs lose it is how they lose because the team that was on the ice in the first period was not the same team in the second and third period pretty much because the Bolts actually started playing crazy John Cooper well, took a took a timeout and after that timeout 
that it was just it was a completely different game and that was the first period because after that the momentum was all bolts the whole way yeah so they played better but the Habs also started playing worse Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why disaster happened yes now and it has to be said man three of those goals were absolute flukes holy hell one one getting shot above carry uh, hits off the board and Stamkos baseball bats it in yeah. after the fact. Okay, that's that's absolutely nuts. Um, there were two other goals in that game that were just absolutely atrocious for Carey. But and this was something that we were talking about in DMs. Man, did the Domi line not do great? And that's gonna be my opinion. I'm gonna I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking On to Saturday. it. Saturday. On Saturday. On Saturday. And that's an important yeah. point. Because on Saturday, it was uh, Domi centering Suzuki and Lekkonen. And that's yeah. a change from the Western Road Trip. Because the spine of the team up until the Florida game, the Florida games, was uh, bah, 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 uh, Dano, Domi, Suzuki, and Thompson. And we played very well. Like, super well at that point. Um, oh, yeah. Welcome back, Kotkaniemi. His first game back from injury was against the Lightning, and he looked decent. He scored a goal. More, yeah, he he opened the scoring. Yeah, he opened the scoring. That's very true. Yep, couple minutes in, unassisted. Yes, Perikolkaniemi, welcome back to the club. Thank God. Welcome back. His fourth of the season, I believe. Yeah. And he got his fifth on Sunday. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So the guy is a point generating machine. So, and he's fine. Can I just interject here for a second yeah, to, to say please, the, do it. The, with him coming on, with him coming back, there was all this, oh, well, we'll just try to wait to see if he can find his game again and blah. Like everybody forgot that for at least five games, he was exponentially better oh, every yeah. game until oh, yeah. he got that massive hit. Yeah. He, was, he, was, he was already fine and back. This, this little setback... Um, cost him some time, but thankfully he's apparently doesn't have the mental fragility that so many people in the media and in the fan base seem to expect him to have. At 19. Maybe it's by virtue of his age, but he's also 19. And it's incredible. He's, in, he's incredible. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's as if he wasn't even injured. He just hit the ice as if nothing happened. And he, he was acting like it. And, and further with that, he was playing on a line with Wheel and Cousins, if I remember correctly. And He was. And he produced. That line yep. did very well for itself. Yeah. Incredibly enough. Also, Jesperi Kolkaniemi, 100% on face-offs. Oh, in, in, sun, in Sunrise, actually. In, uh, okay. in Tampa, he got fucking killed. But anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Different players on Tampa that are actually face-off people. Um, yeah. So, but the thing is, though, yes, Barry Kokaniemi comes into the lineup as the third line center, replacing Suzuki. Suzuki gets promoted, quote unquote, up to the Domi line. Uh, Domi centering with Suzuki on the wing uh, and Lekkonen on the other side. Now, and for whatever reason, it was it was horrendous. For for whatever reason, I don't exactly know why, but it didn't help. Another thing that did not help was that Kulak did not have a great weekend. Him and Petrie also suffered mightily. But another... I had a really interesting opinion about Kulak on the weekend. What was the opinion on Kulak? Because you know how sometimes he seemed like really awesome? Yeah. Like he's just really awesome and great. And yeah. The, great. The, athletic direct, the, the athletic writer from Calgary even like really regrets that trade on behalf of the Calgary Flames. Oh, it's Calgary. <laughs> Bergeron fleeced them. Again. But, we're talking about, yeah. But, um, so the opinion now is he doesn't have anybody breathing down his neck. True. For his job. Yep. So, who did I hear that from? It might have been Joey Alfieri. Joey. John Still. John yeah, still. John still last yeah. night. I tried I tried listening to the show until the coach talked, but there was too many callers that annoyed me, so mm -mm. I went dark. You don't say. <laughs> I'm surprised. I didn't even watch the third period on Twitter. After the second period was over, I was like, you know what? 
Twitter is not going to add in a positive way to my experience in this third period, no matter what happens. So I just, I completely ignored Twitter. I turned, I didn't turn off my devices, but I put them face down and I just had heart attacks in the third period all by myself. Didn't need anybody to make me mad. Makes sense. That's good. Or I, um, anything. As people know, I stayed on Twitter and it was so much fun it was just the best especially after the panthers game <laughs> anyway oh my god so where was i um okay yeah the domi line the thing that's sorely missed in both games is the absence of armia and that cannot be overstated armia is a penalty killer He's kind of, sort of, a power forward, but he's also great at defense. He's such an all-around player that when it's uh, Lekin and Domi and Armia, holy shit. Yeah. That is a freaking yeah. line. And it's Armia usually yeah. taking the glory, which is fine. We need glory anywhere that we can find it. And uh, just in against the Lightning, it, was, it just did not work. So, long story short, the Habs lost against the Lightning... And score of five to four. Now wait a second. Who else got a goal in that? Domi Kotka wheel. wheel. Yeah, wheel. Jesus took Tatar. the wheel. And that was a uh, Tatar got a power play goal. Did he not? In Florida. Or was that yesterday? Sunrise. Yeah. Florida. Oh, okay. And then Sharat in a yeah over there and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a freaking disaster! <laughs> well, it's it's unfortunately four divisional like the so-called four point games the like Habs, just four points in the division that are, are going to be d very dear you know every point is going to count the Habs went from third I think in the Atlantic yes third in the Atlantic to outside the wild card spot in the span of a night fifth. Yeah, yeah now fifth in the wild card spot which it's still, it's, oh God! I know it's, it's not. Going to be crazy. It's going to be like this the rest of the way. Yeah. Just FYI, everybody. What a nightmare! <laughs> the Habs haven't and had it, a. I mean, yeah. The Habs haven't had a four-game winning streak in regulation in two years. A four-game winning streak in regulation. Yeah. They've won three games and got an overtime win, then lose. Right. But an actual four-game winning streak, it might it might be not be a complete two years, but it's been a fucking while. Yeah. And not having these winning streaks is 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 killing us. Well murdering us. There's still the other point of view that killing us. <laughs> It's, it's a difference of a couple of games in one night and one win and a couple of... It's it's a difference of that that'll catapult us back into the top three in the division, which I think is probably where we will want to be. I think we're going to try to avoid that wild card. I'd rather just win in the division outright. That's the ideal situation. But, I mean, they've been... so it's just a little bit of a difference that can make a big difference in where they are in the standings and every game and every point is going to have to be clawed out. And I thought that they learned that last year. I don't know why they sort of lost their minds in both Florida and Tampa temporarily. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's youth. I don't know what it is, but they've got to work on it. All that to say that they could be right back in it. And what was I going to say? Shit. I had a really good point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, and they've been staying alive and this close to it without Paul Byron, without Jonathan Drouin, until the weekend without Kotkaniemi. They lost Yoel Armia, who we know, like Dave was just saying, is a beast on the puck. You don't want to play a shift against this guy. He's going to make you crazy. Yep. And so they've, they've, they've made all of these little adjustments and trying to fill the holes in where they can. I really liked watching Suzuki and uh, yeah. Domi yesterday. Yeah, Suzuki uh, by himself is becoming a more and more of a revelation that we would expect him to be. Yeah. Um, there was a great stat 
just recently. Like um, Suzuki's first 17 games, uh, he got like six points. But then the last 17 games leading up to recently, he has like 12 or 15 points or something like that. I gotta I gotta double check it, but he's he's getting better as the season goes on, and yes. that's good for everybody. Need somebody. 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 Okay, so, but then, okay, I think the more (laughs) worrying. I think the more worrying game was yesterday. Because after pretty much getting embarrassed by by Tampa the night before, we go into Sunrise. Now, this, the thing about Sunrise is that the Habs, they, against the Panthers, it's pretty much it's another case where the team travels well, big home, you know, sweater advantage essentially. And uh man, this Panthers team is different this year. Yeah. Mostly because uh John Quenville is behind the bench and he Joe. Joe. And he doesn't take any shit. They got Bobrovsky in net now and that's a completely different. I mean, it's thank God for Luongo and what he did for the team, but Bobrovsky is another level guy. Yes. It's just, it's just, it's facts. Longo's great. Bobrovsky, he's really damn good too. And that was on display last night because for whatever reason, and this is going to get into the touchy subject of Carey Price. He did not look great this weekend. At all. Zero percent great. Not awesome. What's that? I think something's bugging him. Let's see. Did you see him last night? I was about to do some calculations. Uh, what did he do last night? So after the game, he was in the room mm-hmm, facing mm-hmm. all of the reporters. He was pissed off with himself, as we all saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the reporters after the game, he was being asked, you know, all of the typical, you know, what do you, ha- what do you have to do? And, in that situation, and he's just basically his stock answer is just stop the puck, wait for the next shot, stop the puck, make a save, whatever. But then they asked him something about playing on the back-to-backs. I couldn't – the question wasn't audible mm-hmm. on the other side, mm-hmm. but something about playing on the back-to-backs and if he was fresh. And he just said, as a daisy. Mm. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, his, uh, he, he'll, he, it's between the ears for him. He's admitted it before. Right. <clears throat> well, whatever's between the ears chalked up a staggering 83% save percentage. And I mean, but at the same time, as said, whatever's going on with the ice down in Florida, it means for bouncy pucks because my God. In the first period, the Habs were down 2 nothing within the first seven minutes. And it looked bad. There's this guy on the team named Alexander Barkov, and I don't think he was <gasps> ever covered by anybody on the fucking ice! And then this and other it guy... It seemed like it, didn't it? And then this Huberto. other guy, yeah, Huberto, 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 <laughs> freaking... Uh, it, it, it just, it, I don't understand it. Those are the I'm two. I'm glad he didn't get a hat trick. The two only guys that you really have to, you know, pay attention to. And they were just given swaths of ice to have, you know, hither, thither, and non with. <laughs> that they can do whatever the fuck they wanted to with. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the In the second period, uh, Huberto got the... um. Got that one goal off of a Sherratt skate pass yeah. price. That that goal bothered me to no end, and I got called out on it. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to call it out. If the puck's going into your crease and you're standing still, oh, got to do something. Just got to do... Just... <sighs> Sticks are necessary equipment, equipment on the ice, and you can use it, and it was just... It, wasn't used. I'm not an NHL player, but god damn it, you can't tell me that you can poke the puck. Just end, poke. Done. And it's away! It doesn't have to hit Sherrod's skate and then, and then into the fucking goal. 
Exactly. And then, right off the face-off, Jonathan Huberto, nobody's covering him, takes a fucking shot from the blue line, beats Carey glove side top corner. Absolutely ridiculous. I think Shea Weber was screening him. No, he... Price, you mean on that on that on that one yeah. shot there? I don't yeah. know. He beat him. Uh, no, who would I thought beat him to like beat him against the boards? But like he he what he didn't there was he had a clear lane. Just nuts. So and then talking about and this is the other worrying part. Weber and Sharat were negative four <laughs> on the night. <laughs> Well, Weber was a negative three because he got a goal, but Sherrod was a minus four, and it just they just got killed. Like the two guys, you cannot let get killed, and they've been an incredible pair up until this weekend. It's the worst possible time for whatever's going on between the two of them to just fall apart, and this is what we get. And now, despite all of that, we only lost by one goal. That's right, and that's something to say. Because both um, teams were shit. Zardanowski. Yes, they were. Uh, Andrew Zardanowski on Twitter mentioned Zardanowski. Zardanowski. I think it's Zardanowski. Zardanowski uh, on Twitter uh, at a Zardanowski. Uh, Zardanowski. Zardanowski. Thank you. Uh, covers a lot mm -hmm. of AHL stuff. He's an incredible resource for that. But he had a really um, great tweet either today, yeah, today, mentioning that. When the Habs are trailing, they're one of the top teams in producing goals. But when they have a lead, they're the worst team in the league for giving up goals. Interesting. And it makes no fucking sense. And we've seen well, it all year. All year. Practically. One of the youngest teams in the NHL. And one of the youngest teams in the mm -hmm. NHL. And with one of the most responsible cores in the NHL. Coached by one of the That's most defensive right. coaches in the NHL. Yet the play in their zone <laughs> is a fucking tragedy. It's like... It's like watching a Greek tragedy unfold before our eyes almost every night in their zone. Look, in the Greek tragedies, people usually die. I died it's last not... night. I died. Okay. I died. This is from the beyond, this episode. This is from the beyond. <laughs> I've got my I saw another cool tweet. Here. I'm looking it up to see if I can find <sighs> it. I've a lot of tweets. Alternatively, the Domi Suzuki or uh, Lekkonen line was on fire. So whatever happened in Tampa, they flipped that switch. And they, yes. were, they were very, very good uh, last night. And credit to them. But yeah. here we are. So, and those are the two games. And now, um, yeah, what a yeah. what a freaking piece of work this weekend was. I was just. I just, I just want to say one thing about Carey Price. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody is as hard on Carey Price as Carey Price is. And I think people need to remember that. I also think people need to remember. I, Carrie Price doesn't give a shit about social media. No. Because um, we we can see for ourselves that he's not on it. Mm -mm. Well, everyone's. Like it was a big deal well, when he put me to post that not horse thing video. Yeah, it was a big deal because it never happens. Exactly. It's like not we saw, during the season. It's like we saw a goddamn unicorn that day. Exactly. Literally. Literally. But, like, you know, these kids do. Just like we were talking about last week. Like, and Max Domi is not even a kid. Like, all you guys out there on Twitter who've been blocked by Max Domi, David Auger. Yeah, because um, I bowed out the guy and he can't take it. Or blocked by Philippe Dano is because they see Ooh. the shit that you're saying. Yeah, am I still... And if, I mean, I, I just don't get it. it. I mean, it's okay. You're you're mad and you're frustrated and you're, um, you know, whatever it is. But, you know, declaring careers over, calling them names, going after them personally, talking about their families... Could you please? Like, I, I don't know how that helps you to do that, to be that way online. Anyway, it just, it, it really frustrates me because they, they want the team to win, but then harass them into the ground instead of just trying to be normal and supportive. 
I don't know. I don't like that. I, I, I don't like it. Anyway. Tangent. Um, to Scene. say that he's not looking, he's not <laughs> looking at the shit that you guys are saying, but exactly what Beth said. I mean, he's a human being in that uniform. A human being. Let's pause here and take a moment to hear from another podcast in the Big Heads Media Network. Hey there, are you a college football fan? Well, I'm Andre Cherry, and on my show, The Cherry Picking Podcast, I dive deep into the world of college football during each week of the season. For the past nine seasons, fans have come to my site, cherrypickingsports.com, to hear my college football analysis and game-winning predictions for each week of the season. The Cherry Picking Podcast is presented by the Big Heads Media Podcast Network and can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure you click the subscribe button today. Human bean. bean. True story. They all are. Including Shea Weber, whose career is now over after yesterday. Yeah, especially after being named to the All-Star team. (laughs) Segway. People find ways to be mad about everything. Everything. I'm mad at them for that right now. Well, apparently there's a campaign to get Domi into the All-Star game. I think that'd be really cool. Okay, but also why hasn't Gallagher gone? Because nobody cares. No, that's a that's an interesting and question. I mean, was it by uh, vote this year? I I didn't even. I honestly have no clue how. No, it was. I um, haven't so been. They, they took to away it. fan voting. You can only vote fan vote for captains. Um, right. And then it's the fuck. Then um, there's like a last man in thing. There's a last on. man in thing, which I think Domi is part of that. But yeah. um, the the NHL hockey ops, uh people talk to the gms and that's how they decide what the one play who the one player is from each team oh my god oh brendan kelly and his pal over there on the french what's his name richard labay both of those guys when shea weber was named captain remember that they both said um that the only reason that Shea Weber was named the captain was so that Mark Bergevin could save face and say that he won the trade. <laughs> so if they find out that that's the way that uh, Shea Weber was selected because Mark Bergevin recommended him. Ugh. Oh but I mean, that's God. how it's apparently been happening uh, yes. for a long time. Look- Pardon? Oh, sorry, go ahead. That's apparently how it's been happening for a long time. It's like, um, the, I didn't. I had no idea. So I didn't sorry, entirely, it came no, as okay. to me. I just didn't. I just looked it up today because I was curious. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It was on Wikipedia, and it was still like not very clear, like, like who exactly does things. But that's just what I gathered. Um, and of course, he's gonna go. Yeah. Mister. Yep. Yeah. So. I'd imagine. <sighs> I feel like, honestly, I, I wish, like, the teams got to, like, the players got to pick who went from their team. Man. I think that team votes aren't necessarily the best thing in the world. <laughs> we saw when Montreal voted their captain last time. Well, yes. Everything seemed to implode upon itself. I wonder if they could do it anonymously but i mean i get that but i also feel like the all-star game is different than a captaincy too absolutely yeah no i wonder what the criteria is because for that matter somebody was pointing out why not thomas tatar lead yes, goal scorer right now yep yep yeah. 16 goals so who knows so I'm looking at the list of people that Domi is up against in the Atlantic Division, and there is no chance in hell he's going to make the All-Star team. <laughs> he's up against fucking Bergeron, Darlene, Larkin, Barkov, Pajot, Stamkos, and Mitch Marner. Zero chance. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying this with any rancor, but there is no way in hell... Other yeah. NHL fans are going to be like, "Oh, I want Max Domi instead." No, yeah. it's it's not going to happen. It's a that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Stamkos and Mitch it's... Marner aren't all stars. What the fuck is happening here? I'm yeah. I'm only now looking at the the, the who's thing. going from Toronto. The fucking Anderson. 
instead of fucking Bryce. Dad. And then that's David Pasternak, of course. I mean that that's that's a shoe in. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, and I'm it. sorry, Ann Matthews. I was gonna say what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow, JT is not anywhere on the list. Weird. Hmm. Hmm. I guess he uh, didn't uh, give a meeting to the all-star people either. <laughs> interesting, uh, that. Interesting. Just, um, just, uh, one of those things that you can't unsee. Yeah. Just a bit. Just a smidge. <sighs> oh, anyway. now I know why I can't find that tweet. Why, yeah. Because, uh, because it's by Travis Yost. I have him muted. Oh, yeah. So, well, who doesn't? I'm just going to go sneaking on his thing. <laughs> I mean, on his Twitter account. Uh, and it says, tweeted today at 11, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Two teams have positive goal differentials against playoff teams and have negative goal differentials against non-playoff teams. One of those teams is... The Montreal Canadiens. Great. Plus 10, colon, minus 9. And the New York Islanders were plus 20 and a minus 9. God. That's not great. Why? Because we need to win against non-playoff teams. Vis-a-vis, -vis, if that's even the right one, Jersey. Yes. Detroit. It's Detroit. just... <clears throat> yep. That's eight points right there. And never mind the four this weekend. Which, better caliber teams, but... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> what happens to them when they play worse caliber teams? I don't know. The hand of God descends and says <laughs> no. I don't know what. They get, they get bedazzled or something. I don't know. I don't. I. I. I have no idea. I. We. We need our Mia back, and then holy God, we need something to help out just a bit on defense, just a little, just a a, a, a smack. Drouin will make a big difference too. Drouin will make a big difference. Now a positive, actually, that I just noticed. Um, the power play was very good. Yes. Uh, we got three power play goals out of six. The power play was at fifty percent this Wee. weekend. To avail us not. But Oh, and another really good thing happened. What? Uh, we got to see Kotkaniemi, Suzuki, and Paling on at the same time. For like a second. Yes, that did happen though. They were great. Yeah. That, they just caused havoc in their little corner. And that should be a line, honestly. Do you know why? Why uh? Because they're young and innocent. Yep, and they don't give a and, fuck. And, and fearless. And they, they think they can do anything. Mm -hmm. But they've also got the experience of having played NHL games. The youngest of them having played the most. That's right. That's why you should put them together. They that should Because they don't know that, that they can't do things. That should be the third line, honestly. Yes. And um, I think I mentioned this in DMs, too, when I was uh, arguing. And um, because the whole... <sighs> But at, I just, I don't know what to make of Domi and Suzuki. And we might need, like, an entire season to look at it. But, and this was the thing that I mentioned after the Bolts game, too, is that that third line should be Kotkaniemi, Suzuki, and Paling. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a whole freaking thing. Yeah. Get Cousins off of Kotka's line. Put him on the fourth with Barber and Thompson and make that our, our you know, hard nose line. Put Wheel up with Domi. Why not? Oh, God. Why not? Wheel is a beast on the puck, too. I no. hate, I, I think I've said that twice tonight. There's Wheel, Wheel is a. He has flashes. I, I oh my God. Can you imagine Wheel and like Lekkonen really on, the, on the same line? Exactly. There's now, I'm not, I'm not much of a Wheel hater. Cousins is a guy I'm like, I just don't know. Yeah. About him. But man, and then, and no, whatever, I, and however the, Will. and however the power play is 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 deployed, because we always wonder why is Cousins on the power play, why is Wheel on the power play? Well, fifty percent power play this weekend. Yeah. 
So whatever it is, it's working, and they have a nose for it. And, that's and okay. don't they have a bunch of goals? They do. Yeah, they had a few. In the past, like, ten games. Something like that, I think. That's why they're on the power play. Because <sighs> they can put the goal in the net, in the puck in the net. That's, that, that's the, the goal. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, true. they can get the goal. Yeah. Which is the goal is the goal. You get that. Of the power play. When the, the, when the puck goes into the net, the goal. That's that's the goal. Correct. <sighs> so, yeah. So, so, that was a yeah. good thing. That was a good Kut thing. scored twice. I liked, I really enjoyed watching him. Yeah. He did not seem to be playing with any hesitation whatsoever. No, not at all, honestly. And that's, uh, you know, that is encouraging. Suzuki is on like a five-game point streak. Yeah. Very encouraging as well. So there's stuff that we can we can look at and, and, and be happy about until we play Carolina tomorrow. Carolina. Carolina. Are there any songs about Carolina? No, it sucks. Carolina, where the, the wind, wind goes, so down, down the plane. <laughs> sorry to and, our um, listeners in Carolina. Yeah, sorry, um, Carolina listeners. We still it, have it. Oh, uh, there's a song. Uh, Wagon Wheel sings about Raleigh. Oh, cool. Isn't the Shenandoah Valley in? Oh no, that's Virginia. No, that's in Virginia. Huh. Thank you very much. How about welcome. Carolina? Carolina. <laughs> Raleigh, Raleigh, these vagabond <laughs> shoes. Um, P. Nope. Pablo apparently wrote a song called Raise Up in 2001 that has something to do with Carolina. James Taylor's Carolina on my mind. Oh, of course. Oh, there in my mind. What a sorry. coincidence. I was just trying to think of that singer's name yesterday. Oh, nice. Nailed it. Um, Day late. Was like, he was married to Carly Simon. I could think of everything about him. Could not remember the name. That's funny. Yeah. Coincidence. Oh, yes, of course. Carolina on my mind. Um, and then the Abbott Brothers have a song called Pretty Girl from Raleigh. Oh. Sonic Youth has a song called Chapel Hill. Well, so there's a ton of songs about yeah. Carolina. Yep. We don't have to make any up. We're good. I mean, granted, I haven't heard a lot of those, but okay. So no, I don't know of them either. So, so, so. Aside from the NHL, um... Today was a monumentous occasion for none other than our Badger, Cole Caulfield, scoring the Cole OT Caulfield. winner against the Czech Republic in his first goal of the tournament. Team. The what? They're in Czech, right? Yeah, Czech Republic. Yeah. Yep, okay. against the, uh, yeah, that's right, against their host. And, uh, their host. The USA wins it. Uh, Caulfield finally on the board. And we can put it to bed. Caulfield can score goals. For the love of God. Yeah. Um, also, a Norlander for uh, Sweden. Playing well. Sweden, as is, is doing well. Though I think Matthias has not uh, registered a point yet. I didn't quite look up that that bit. But Sweden's doing well. Norlander's having a good time. Um, Jordan Harris is on the... Uh-oh. Is he on USA with Caulfield? Or am I getting them mixed up? They're teammates, aren't they? Yeah. Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris. Where the wind goes, on the plane. They're teammates in Wisconsin, right? Okay. Oh. No, I don't want the Democratic member of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives. Thank you. He is on Team USA. All right. He's so. from Haverhill, Massachusetts. So they're having a good old fun time down in. Down, oh, that down TikTok over. video. Oh, yeah, that TikTok video. How about that? <laughs> Just some lads having some lad fun. Uh, they saw, it's like they saw Kotka and Mete's hotel video, and they're like, we got to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Try to do them one better. Mm-hmm. What, um, what exactly... Did John Tortorella say today? Because I didn't see anyone. I know. Of a I didn't. I didn't watch said. it. Oh my God! So he and he has every right to be pissed. Yeah. Because of course, of course, I didn't watch the game, but no. listening to John, I'm like, yeah, John, you're fucking right. <laughs> the refs blew the whistle at like a set time, 
And then when play resumed, the face-off was at the time that was ran out and they didn't reset the clock. Yes. So, like, the, the whistle was blown at, like, 19.1 seconds and then uh, play resumed at, like, 17.9. Really nitpicking the time. But what are you talking about, hockey? That that's Yeah. That matters lot. because remember when... That's the a Habs, and a shot. Yeah, remember when the Habs lost against the Bolts and it was .1 second left on the clock? In the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. On an offside. Yeah. Yeah, it was offside, wasn't it? That's true. And now we have the offside challenge. Ain't it glorious? Two years too late. Okay. Or a year too late, whatever it was. But anyway, um, so that was the big thing. And Tortorella was pissed. Yeah, I mean, expeditive written, didn't take any questions after the press conference so and, and would, just walked off. And was he's he probably just because of that? Oh, yeah, because the officials fucked up. But did he lose because of that? Yes. Or did they score on that in that time or? Well, he could have. They he, His whole thing is that they probably had a chance to do something more with that one second. And right. the thing is. That time should have been given back regardless. Like, no yeah. no argument. Shut the fuck up, nope. you bastard zebra shitbags. <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> Admit you're wrong and do it better next time. I don't... Everyone knows. I don't understand officiating in the NHL. No. Nobody does anymore. Mm-mm. Nobody does anymore. Mm-mm. But you know what I was thinking? Um, with... I saw that Colin Campbell, Colin Campbell made Colin. made a response. It was just bullshitty and whatever talk. Yeah. Um, but I think that the more coaches, like, is it naive of me to think that the more coaches come out and and try to call these refs out on their blatant behavior, like? inconsistent calls we saw it this weekend with the officiating in those two games which was also garbage not an excuse or a reason but it was garbage and i think that if more coaches come out and hold these refs to account and expose these things that are happening they might do i don't know do you think that they might change and start just doing it by the rules i have everything or call nothing. I have no idea. To me, refing and officiating in the NHL is pretty much this on the same level as the mob. <laughs> yes. It just doesn't make yes. a fucking sense. It just it there it is. It's just. And I don't it makes get us it. All think that we're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's it's How ridiculous. How is this happening? Makeup calls and fucking. Ugh. I mean, if you don't see something, you get it. They're going to get sneaky and get away with something, yeah, right? there's but, mistakes. Yeah, there are mistakes, but it's like, man, TJ Luxmore, I still can't get over that. <sighs> Embellishment. Ugh. NHL had to, stick, had to step in and say, no, nah, it's not embellishment. Anyway, Tortorella has every right to be pissed about something as stupid as that. Just reset yeah. the fucking clock. You blew the whistle at that time reset yes that's it's it's the rules like i don't know my son had a conspiracy theory about that or who did Mm. anyway it doesn't matter but the the his theory is that the refs manage approach each game how they're going to manage it because the nhl loves ratings and then they can set up revenge games and you know like they meet again the rivals like Mm -hmm. i was listening to the way that they were setting up the tampa game on saturday on the tv and it gave me it made my stomach into knots the way that they described how crucially important it was and the resurging tampa bay lightning you know playing the Montreal Canadiens who have to hang on to these points if they don't want, like, all that shit that goes into the dramatization of mm-hmm. it. That's It's all a part of the production. And I'm not necessarily saying that I believe in this theory, that the refs are actually going into each game, but you never know if they think if they might have been given some instructions to make this one entertaining or make this one more interesting. Because this weekend, Montreal played two 
brutally officiated games. Yeah. And apparently, the Blue Jackets did last night as well. Yeah. I wonder if this means that they're going to try to make the Winter Classic more interesting. No. How can it be? This year. <laughs> How can it be? Oh, my Lord. Like, I, I, I forgot who it was, and then I found out today, and I was like, well, I'm just I don't not even, it's watching. Dallas, right? It's Dallas and Nashville. Dallas and the Preds. In really? Dallas. Or in Texas somewhere. Outside? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking, it was That's raining today. It was <laughs> raining today in New York, so good luck with that fucking game. That's weird. Alrighty. I'm not going to watch that. Whatever. Grow the market. Put an outdoor game in Texas. <laughs> I don't get it. Whatever. I have no opinion on the Winter Classic. I went to yeah. the only one that mattered, and the Habs won. So I am I got Perfect that done Dallas. over. Don't have to worry about that ever again in my life. <laughs> oh, man. I'm never going to one of those fucking things. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Like, well, what was even worse with the was the NHL hundred with the, against the Senators? Holy fuck! Yes, that was. Didn't it start snowing? No. It was like minus thirty or whatever it yeah, was. Yes, it was. Uh, it was fucking. It was balls cold. The oh guys calling it on the radio, I felt their pain. It was just. It was atrociously cold. But I went and I did it. Hooray! Oh I, yeah, you went to that one too. I thought you went to the Boston one. I um I went to both. Okay. I was right about the Boston game. Ugh. Yes. Oh my god, that's so cold. It was and just windy. Stupid. And I tried. It's also windy. And you're Ooh. you're sitting on fucking bleachers, you know. Ew. So that doesn't help. No. No. Like butt pads or something. Oh, what are you fucking thinking? God. And I thought, oh yeah, let me let me bring some extra layers. That didn't help. You needed like <laughs> legit like snow gear if you were to like stay comfortable. Oh my god! Like yeah. I'm just gonna go skiing after this. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you need. I mean, like Veronica said, it was neg It was minus thirty, which is like what minus fifteen or something in U.S. numbers. Oh my yeah. god! It was just. That's it was, very very cold. It was bad. It's under those temperatures that it's recommended that you not be outside. Yeah, because you yeah. could get frostbite, and you could freeze to death, you know, and you know, in extreme scenarios. But it's one of those temperatures where it's recommended you remain indoors. Yeah. Well, a whole anyway. lot of people didn't, so here we are. <laughs> and you all made it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I made it. That was yeah. um. Sean Campbell made it. Wow. And I think he was with Simon Salikas that day. Salikas. I, I remember. That's how vividly I remember how painfully cold they were. Yeah. Well, they weren't yeah. lying. No. <sighs> Even layers didn't help. No. I had. What, what did I have on? I got I got myself like some uh, thermal long johns. Um, Perfect. Pair of socks. Pair of fuzzy socks. And then sneakers like an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's that, where you failed. That didn't work. That so I had so I had those uh, long johns. I had jeans over those, and then I wore a thermal, a a hoodie, my leather jacket, and then my jersey on top of all that. And my David. My, and my body was fine. It was my legs and, and your feet. My feet and my hands. And I was like, shit, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Did you say that you had gloves? Yeah, I had gloves. <laughs> yeah, I actually, no, I forgot my gloves. No, no, I brought gloves. I knew, I knew that I at least needed gloves. So, well, what happens is that in between periods, I'd fucking haul ass to the bathroom because the bathrooms are heated, and I'd just be like, oh, God. And I wasn't the only one with that, uh, with that idea, too, so those things were packed. But, yeah, so hang out there, run out back to the stand to watch some more hockey where they got fucking shut out by the Senators. I forgot that part. <sighs> David, if you're going to be out in the cold. Houdon for... lost two teeth. Oh, yes. Oh, right. yes. 
Like That's dog. right. Just ridiculous. Poor if guy. If you're going to be out in the cold for uh, for a period of longer than, say, half hour, even less, if there's snow, you should have warm footwear on. Like a oh. boot that's designed for sub-zero. Because when your feet are cold, that's it. It's over. You can't enjoy anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to get proper footwear. I haven't had yeah. proper snow wear in a long time. Yeah. Because I stopped skiing, and then I just kind of went by the wayside. Yeah, well, there's no, not necessarily a reason for you to have that kind of footwear, but... Yeah, exactly. He, well, I mean, he goes to Montreal every other weekend. Yeah, but I don't need yeah. sub-zero shoes to walk around Montreal. You never know. You might get a flat tire. Well... Yeah, Dave. God You might have to walk to the gas station with a little um, gas, gas buddy. I... When thing. I went to Laval to catch the killers two years ago... Uh, my tire, my air pressure in my tire was drastically low. So I had to find a random gas station on the way back to the U.S. to put air in my tire. And that was also another night where it was like minus 15 Celsius. That was cold. That's very cold. Why did I not know that you went to this killer's conference? Because we weren't friends. Okay, but we've been friends since then. Yeah, for a long time. Oh yeah, it was, I, anyway, I saw the Killers. So. <laughs> oh, that was the that was the concert in Laval where, where there was a technical problem where the power went out like four or five times, and they and they kept us outside the venue for like fucking forty five minutes. People were screaming at the attendants to let them inside, and I was one of them too. Because it was so cold. Yeah, it was fucking freezing. We're dying here. My poor friend's in, like, a skirt. I'm like, come on, let's fucking go. No. Expect to go to a concert here, for fuck's sake, morons. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was pissed. How long? I was Okay, I I might have exaggerated, but we're talking, like, at least... It was something like a half hour. Parked a car in the garage, go up, and they're like, the doors are closed. Like, open the fucking doors! Christ almighty. But they had a good reason. I, I don't know. They issued an apology. Afterwards, we got an email back saying, yeah, this is going to be addressed and blah, 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 et cetera. So they fucked up. So whatever. Oh, I thought you said it had something to do with the power in the building. No, no, no. During the show, the power went out like three or four times. It was ridiculous. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, that was Jesus. bad. I was not pleased with that. That sucks. Anyway, I don't have any other Sorry, that, Habs yeah. news uh, to talk about. Did you guys get any cool hockey things for Christmas? I got luggage. Yes. Luggage. <laughs> My Habs luggage and was pretty cool. I got I got three things. Ooh. I got Ooh. the Max Domi book. Ooh. No days off. Nope, yes. none. Nope. Aside from you can Saturday. Tell he believes that. Um, yeah, no days off. Uh, I got a Habs throw blanket. <gasps> I got two thing. of those. Awesome. Yeah. And so I cool. got uh, a personalized mm. cold and hot beverage container mm. with a CH on it and my name. That's awesome. I like it was nice. an NHL.com. I like every one of those purchases. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. It's awesome. God Yay. damn it. What about you, Beth? I got um, a book about the Habs. It's like, I think it's off Amazon. I can't remember what it's called, but it's thick. It's like 100 years of Habs history. If these walls could talk. Or is it 100 Maybe. things that Habs fans need to know before they die? Where is it? I don't know. I'm not, I can't find it. Okay. I'll post it. I can't remember. Um, okay. I don't know where it's at right now. Um, my mom got me um, this scratch-off poster that I really wanted, and it's all of the hockey arenas, the NHL arenas, so oh, I can cool. scratch off all the ones that I've been to. Um, and I got an Andrew Shaw jersey. And a Habs one? A Habs one. Awesome. Yes. Um, and I... Th- think that's it oh and i got um a signed joanne puck from my best friend Ooh. oh that's awesome yeah wow you cleaned up i did i was not expecting <laughs> any of those 
the Montreal Canadiens 100 Years of Glory by Darcy Jenish. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. All right. Oh, I don't know that book. Yep, Can no. you please send it in DMs? Yeah. I will. Take a screenshot. Or... Uh, here's the one I found, so I'll send that to you quick. I'm pretty sure that's it. Oh, I found mine. Yep, that's it. And the, the intro's done by Bob Gainey. Ooh. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't have this book. I oh. don't think so. Well, what the fuck? <gasps> Ooh, it's got those, like, cool picture inserts inside. Ooh. That's cool. I went to look at the <gasps> picture inserts. That's the like, first thing I did with Max Domi's book. There's one um, where Frank Selke is talking to uh, Maurice Richard while wow. uh, Maurice Richard is going to sign his new contract. Oh, um, nice. And then there's a picture of uh, Maurice Richard and Hector Toe Blake um, in the locker room. Toe Blake. His nickname is Toe. Yeah, no one calls him Hector. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. She's just being factual. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hector this is so cool. Brackets toe. Yes. What's cool? The book? Uh, yes. Well, like, there's yeah. a, there's pictures. Um, there's two pictures of uh, Maurice and Henri Richard um, and talking about their overlapping careers and stuff. Um, there's some pictures with uh, Jacques Plante. Uh, cool. Jean-Guy Talbot. Mm. Jean Beliveau lifting a Stanley Cup, his first Stanley Cup. Uh, Yvonne Cornoyer. I'm saying Cornoyer. 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 Um, Guy Lafleur. Uh, wow. Sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds good. We got a yeah. game against. Um, the Sebastian Ajo's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be fucking great. Can't wait. I think it's going to be fun. Is it a normal time game? Yes. Okay, guys, so. then I'll be able to watch it because I am working first shift tomorrow. Right. Oh, good. Yep. Yes. Wait, during New yeah, Year's? To. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Yeah, I know, but first they're shift. Closed. They're closed. No, tomorrow. They're closed on New Year's Day. Oh, and first they're not, shift tomorrow. They're, they're closing... They're closing the warehouse at 3 tomorrow, so they're not having my shift work at all. So they were like, you can volunteer to work hmm. these shifts. And I was like, I cannot work Monday night, but I will work Tuesday morning. Peace. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Last game of the decade. Decade. Yep. For the Montreal Canadiens. Cool. This is the last podcast of the decade, as somebody pointed out. This is the last her. podcast of the decade. Yep. Wow. Yeah, last podcast of the year. And it's going to be a new year. And next year, new Habs. we have all sorts of interesting things to look forward to. Yes. The return. Well, not quite, but Alexander Romanov. Um, Who's also scored in this tournament uh, in the World Juniors. That's correct. Was named uh, player of the game for one of the games. And he didn't look like he gave a shit about it, which was funny. He's <laughs> like, whatever. Give me this. Um, uh, we can expect uh, Alexi Lafreniere. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, who's injured at the World yeah. Juniors, unfortunately. But yeah, we have uh, Byron to look forward to. Drouin yes. to look forward to. Armia to look forward to. Um, maybe we will see Vedemo uh, play a shift since he was called up. I still believe he's with the club as a scratch. I thought he got um, injured. Well, you know, I have to. I have it no up. idea. Hold on. I did not hear anything about in in Jerry. I might I might just be projecting. Vedemo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, somebody, there's a tweet here. No, it doesn't seem to me no. that he's Okay, then I'm injured. Just, I'm silly. Yep, scratched. Wow, just... Riley, Folin, Folin, and Vedemo. Yeah, Mike Riley and Folin are still with the team. Hmm. And Lindgren. And Lindgren is the backup. He's backing up Carey Price. Yep. And that's fine. 
keep Promo down where he's doing his work. It's fine. And now with that, I believe that we're out of time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, 2019. And thank you to all our listeners. Bye. Yes, thank you.